What's going on? It's your boy Mix Man to be here live from the MMB Radio Studios for the MMB Radio Podcast, where no topic is too big or too small. We talk about them all, and what you're hearing right now is Heaven's Got a Back Door by Dead Sarah. It's the official theme song for WWE Extreme Rules. It's available now on iTunes and Spotify. WWE Extreme Rules is this Sunday live on the WWE Network. But before we get into talking about the WWE Network, tonight we have the MMB Radio Podcast. WWE Extreme Rules Prediction Show. And it's something different we've never done before. A little different concept that we do here on MMB Radio. We've never really done a prediction show, never really done a wrestling podcast. So tonight's going to be a first for everybody. But before we get involved and do any of that, we have to welcome in our guest for tonight for the MMB Radio Podcast. She is a 12-time, 12-time MILF of the Year Award winner. She's been nominated for four 2018 X-Biz Awards, and she's also been nominated for six awards at the AVN Awards in 2018. She's won Best MILF Performer and Triple Play Award for Excellence in multiple fields at the 2017 Night Movies Awards. She has a huge pop Funko collection, and she's a huge WWE fan. I want to welcome her in right now, Miss Tanya Tate. Uh, wow, I mean, you have done it all. So people that are listening to the podcast are probably <laughs> saying, you know, why wrestling? But you are a huge WWE wrestling fan, right? Yes, exactly. You know, I've been to a lot of the live events. I always like it when they come to LA because I'm like, can I go? Can I get tickets? Can I go and watch them? So um, that's that's definitely exciting. Um, and yeah, I I like to collect WWE memorabilia as well. So I've got a lot of um, Funko Pops. So I'm sure most people listening must know what Funko Pops are if they're a WWE fan. Um, but they're like little stylized vinyl figures. Um, and I, I've got a lot of them. I, I, you know, before I got on, I thought, I'm going to find out what, which ones that I need. I still got to work it out. Every time a new WWE Funko Pops come out, I try and get it, you know, and sometimes we have like the different variants and different mm. paints and different exclusives. So it's kind of cool. So, um, oh, I've got, I've, I'm actually a very proud owner of some WWE championship belts one of them actually um is signed by natalia really um, yeah and it it was it was actually a gift um from one of my fans a fan called john cox he's a mutual um fan of my myself and natalia and he brought me the belt and um he he gave it to me as a gift at one of the i think it was at the avn show in las vegas so i was all excited and then he followed it up with the newer um, women's championship belt, the gold and red one. That's so very I've got awesome. Two belts. Yay! <laughs> you, got, you got one. You got one more belt than I do. I only got one belt. So I mean, you're ahead of me right uh, now. But I mean, most uh, people who know of you know you from the adult world and are probably are, are shocked right now to know that you actually follow, you know, WWE and are a huge WWE fan. So when you you propose the idea that we should do a prediction show. I was like, you know what? This is going to be fun. I want to, I want to pick your brain. Yeah. I want to see what you think of what's going to happen this Sunday at WWE Extreme Rules. So we're going to go through some of the, the matches and uh, kind of get your feedback on some of the matches and see, you know, what you think of each, you know, storyline and, what, you know, like what is going on. So currently looking at the card, there's 11 matches this Sunday. And, uh, you know, now they've been doing uh, co-branded pay-per-views. They get a little, little longer. 
Um, so it's, it's a lot to sit through. And there's some really good matches yeah. on this card. But what out of the whole card, what is the one match that you are looking forward to seeing the most? Um, you know, probably the match of the night, I reckon it's going to be the WWE Intercontinental Championship, Dolph Ziggler um, versus Seth Rollins. So um, it, this is going to be exciting, the 30-man iron match. I'm, I'm like, yeah, 30 minutes of just watching these two strong guys yeah two of the best yeah two of the best <laughs> the two of the best performers you know currently in yeah. the wwe Dolph ziggler being around for you know quite a while and you know seth rollins has been you know around the world and uh so this is should be a uh a good uh good match a lot of high spots in it and uh i mean i guess you're you're looking out for you know a lot of the uh the eye candy too which is you know i'm going to be looking forward to the women's <laughs> matches you know for that stuff um <laughs> but, well, I mean, well, I have to say the the eye candy in that match for me is, is if if we were doing it on eye candy, it definitely be Dolph. Okay, so it's, it's it's for me, it's kind of like um, I, I don't know, that's Seth Rollins, yeah, but I I Dolph is more eye candy to me. Um, plus I've met Dolph, so you you know when you you know sometimes when you meet people and you 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 say oh actually they're really cool guys. And then you stand in next to them and they're like, ooh, you've got a nice body. <laughs> I'm sure he's seen your videos as well. I'm sure he's that, uh, <laughs> sure he's very familiar I'm with sure, who Tanya Tate is. <laughs> I'm sure he has. <laughs> so, I mean, and then yeah. you got to factor in the Drew McIntyre aspect of the match. Um, you know, a match last night, if uh, McIntyre had won, he would still be allowed ringside for this 30-minute uh, minute Iron Man match. So what is yeah. what is your prediction? What do you think is going to happen with this? You know, I I think Seth Rollins is going to take this. I I think it's it's going to be him. Um yeah, I I don't want it to be, but I I think that's they're, they're going to let Seth just come in and he's going to have the most at the end of the 30 minutes. Okay. What about you? What do you so, think? So I'm thinking to kind of prolong the storyline, um, you kind of have to have Seth win. Um, I mean, if you, I mean, a 30 minute Iron Man match, uh, it's a lot of adrenaline, you know, pumping and you got to get through whole 30 minutes of it. And whoever comes out with the most victories, obviously is the winner. But with that being said, you have to prolong the storyline somehow. If Doff were to come out there and win it, then where, where do you usually, like, where do you go from there? Um, I'm predicting Rollins winning uh, as much as, you know, I, I like Ziggler and I love that they're, you know, putting a belt on him mm-hmm. and give him a title again. Um, and I, I love the momentum that him and McIntyre are having. Um, I just don't see where where it helps anybody by having Rollins lose. You know, it's just you have to you kind of have to let him keep that storyline going and setting up a, you know, a possible rematch afterwards. Um, but I like it. I like that they're, you know, they got, you know, Ziggler in the picture and, uh, it gives Rollins something to kind of, uh, keep fighting and defending the belt for. So I'm, I'm definitely going for Rollins. Mm-hmm. So we're in agreement there. Both, uh, have yeah. Seth Rollins winning that. So, I mean, looking at the other rest of the card here, um, we'll just, I'll just go down the line here. I'm looking at it. So, uh, a tables match that's going to kick off the pay-per-view on the kickoff show is the, uh, New Day versus Sanity. So what is uh, what is your take on sanity and the new day? You know, it, this 
it's got to be the new day for me. I, I, I just love them as a team. They've had a really great record. Um, they've won, they've been champions many times. For me, they're like a well-oiled machine and, you know, they work together really smoothly as a tag team. So, um, the, the other dudes, yeah, um, they just the other dudes don't do for me sanity. So yeah. <laughs> I, I've got to say New Day. New Day, definitely. And also, you know, we've got the bit of the biggie and I like when he does his little gyrating. And, you know, if a, if a guy's going to get in the ring and do some gyrating, I'm like, back to the eye candy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so whoever brings the best eye candy in every match is going to get a little bit of more edge in your book. Well, it, for me, it's more pleasing to watch, you know? <laughs> I can't, I can't disagree that. with that. I have to say that, you know, <laughs> when I'm watching Raw or SmackDown, I, I do seem to pay a little bit more attention when the women's matches are on, uh, you know, sometimes. Well, well, I like women as well, so. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, then you can stand three hours of Raw, you know? Three hours of Raw for me sometimes, you know, is just like the attention span. Sometimes I lose it there. Um but as far as my prediction for this match, the tables match, I actually have Sanity winning. And the reason being is there are the new, new kids on the block there. They've been called up to the main roster mm-hmm. from NXT. And I feel like that in order for them to, you know, be anything, they have to win this match. It doesn't benefit them by losing the match because then it's why bring them up. Now, that's not to say that that's not WWE's thinking or uh, thought process because – I mean, you see over on the Raw side, you had Authors of Pain come up from NXT, and what have they really done, you know? So mm-hmm. um, yeah. it's not unusual for, you know, a team to get caught up to the main roster and uh, kind of get lost in a transition or, you know, not have any kind of uh, splash being made. But I think that, uh, you know, the New Day is, as you mentioned, is hugely successful, runs like a well-oiled machine. They've been there. They've done that. You know, they're going to continuously – have that crowd behind them. They're still going to sell bootios. They're still going to sell T-shirts, fling pancakes at each other. Um, Saturday needs this win. They need this win to kind of, you know, set them as a legit threat on the uh, main roster. So I'm going with Sanity in that. Okay. <laughs> we can agree to disagree on that one. So we're, we yeah. agree on the first match and the second one we're, eh. I, I have I have to say though it's like funny when I do my predictions I I don't always get them right I have to say uh-huh. well you know that's the great thing about it is this that you never know I mean sometimes the, you you think the obvious and then other times it's like you know why why wasn't that being done or you know why did they go with this route and uh, I tend to when I make my predictions I'm thinking long term because you'll hear my answers yeah. tonight you'll hear where I'm thinking. Well, what's this mean for SummerSlam? What does this mean going forward, you know, six months from now? I'm always thinking long term, like, you know, if Sanity were to lose this match, okay, well then uh, who's who's afraid of Sanity? You know, it's just like the, the Bludgeon Brothers, when they came onto the scene, um, you know, they made a huge impact right away. And now, you know, they're the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. You know, the Bludgeon Brothers came out and not made mm-hmm. an impact would we be seeing them on main event? You know, so I feel like for Sanity yeah. to uh, have any kind of uh, momentum going forward, they, they have to win this match. Yeah, the, I, it's it's like they come up and it's you got to do something with them. But then I always feel sad then when the guys that I'm rooting for and I'm like they're just getting tossed to the side. 
You know? <laughs> they get paid very well to be tossed to the side. That, that is, I, well, I hope that's true. <laughs> I hope they get paid very well. It's like, you know, when you think about it, the, the actual, the force and the things that happen to those guys, bodies just pounded. And it's, it's funny because, you know, I, I post up, you know, I'm watching WWE, whatever. And then you get the stupid trolls. Oh, it's not real. And I, I'm like, tell you what, why don't you get in the ring with one of those like six foot six guys and let's see how many like pretend beatings that you can take. Yeah, let's see uh, Big E gyrate on you and see, you know, if it uh, it feels good, you know. Yeah, just, you know, (laughs) tell me how real it feels after, tell me, get up and tell me you've not got one ache in your body and you've not got one bruise. I'm just like, come on. <laughs> well, I tend to I tend to just tune out people like that who you know have uh, negativity to say about uh, you know pro wrestling. You know, obviously it's something that you know I'm passionate mm-hmm. about, you're passionate about, and hopefully everybody that's listening right now is very passionate about uh, yeah. WWE and pro wrestling. And and I I welcome everybody tonight afterwards uh, to leave comments on the website, to leave comments on Twitter, and uh, you know the trolls that are out there. That's fine. It doesn't doesn't bother me. You can sit there and tell me, you know, this is fake, that's fake, whatever. I I want to know what you guys think. The people out there that are our true fans, make sure you, you know you send me tweets at mixmasterb at MMB Radio and on mixmasterb.com. Let me know what you think about all of our predictions and if you agree or disagree with and what include, our we're thinking. Inc- hold, hold on, you got to include me in this as well. I'm part of the conversation at Tanya Tate. Yes, at Tanya Tate. I didn't, I didn't want to welcome trolls and, and flooding of tweets no to you. Trolls. <laughs> Do you know, if I get trolls, it, I normally just block them. Yeah. It just, it, if, if you say one thing and it's like, oh, just it's really nasty, just joking, I'm just like, nah, block. Yeah. It's, you, you, if, if you say anything nasty, I don't give second chances. It is, you know. Well, so, I anticipate so, yeah. that you get more tweets than I do, so I'm welcoming it because I would love <laughs> to talk to fans. Uh, I'm sure you probably get flooded <laughs> with tweets all day. So, um, but yeah, at Tanya Tate, definitely let Tanya know what you think of that. Um, you know what your predictions are for WWE Extreme Rules again. It's a Sunday live on the WWE Network, and as we're going through all these different matches, um, the next match that uh, I want to talk about is. Since uh, we got to talk about your little eye candy for a while there, let's talk about Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax. Um, it's an Extreme Rules match for the Raw Women's Championship, and um, Ronda Rousey will be sitting ringside as she is, you know, currently suspended from Monday Night Raw. Um, what is your your thought process on this match? No, I think this is going to be a good one. You know, Extreme Rules with Alexa Bliss. Anything yeah, goes. It's definitely. Anything goes, anything goes. I reckon that this is definitely a must-see match. Um, she's been like this little awesome type of villain. And, you know, she's like five foot of fury. And she <laughs> she really is furious. But, I, but I, you know, I just putting Alexa up against Nia Jax. You know, Nia Jax, all that power. And, you know, let's, let's be realistic. If Nia Jax pinned me, she sat on me. I don't think I'd be able to get up. You know, <laughs> she is she is powerful. She, is. she has got you know. There's a lot of Nia Jax behind Nia Jax, and it's 
I think um, Alexa's really going to have to, you know, she she's going to give it a good go. Extreme rules. I'm, I'm excited to see chairs, sticks, whatever, <laughs> whatever's going to be pulled out. But I don't think it's going to be so clean. You know, she always has something up her sleeve, doesn't she? There's always something dirty. So, you know, maybe with Rhonda sitting ringside, maybe Rhonda's going to come in and interfere some way. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah. I, def- I definitely and have Rhonda getting involved in some capacity. Yeah. Yeah. The, because, you know, Rhonda, Rhonda they're going to want to put Rhonda up for SummerSlam, I think. And I think this is going to be the way that Ronda's going to get to be there. Um, and I, I just think with Ronda's help, you know, Alexa's not going to be able to, to win this by herself. So I think with Ronda's help, I reckon Alexa's going to, is going to win. I, I totally agree prediction. with you on that. I, I feel I feel Ronda has to get involved in this match. I mean, to have her sitting ringside, to be that close, and to have that much... Uh, energy and hatred that she had for Alexa prior to the suspension to have her just sit there and not do anything and be quiet kind of defeats the purpose of hyping all this up. And I agree with what you say Mm -hmm. about them. I think it's going to end up being Alexa and Rhonda at SummerSlam. Um, Unfortunately for Nia, um, I've met Nia. Nia is a a sweetheart of a person. Yes, she is big. She is strong. She is intimidating. However, I kind of feel like she's kind of gotten a raw deal, no pun intended, kind of gotten a raw deal as the the champion. I mean, she won at WrestleMania, which I think shocked a lot of people because Alexa had so much momentum going into that match. Um, But then Mm -hmm. once, you know, Ronda came aboard, it was kind of like they, they kind of forgot about Nia a little bit. Um, I think they, you know, they yeah. put all the focus on um, Alexa because she has been there. She's carried the title. She's done it before. So you're going to have her go up against Ronda Rousey. Um, as far as the extreme rules aspect of the match, um, you got to play the factors of, you know, you do have Natalia, who is friends with Nia. Um, you do have Mickey James, who's friends with Alexa. So I anticipate seeing a lot of, like, chaos going on at ringside. Um and, mm-hmm. you know, around the arena because it is an extreme rules match. So anything could happen. It could be, you know, in the stands. It could be at the concession stands. So I, I am anticipating <laughs> anything and everything to happen during this match. But ultimately, I have Alexa pulling it out somehow. Like you mentioned, you brought up a great point yeah. that she always seems to find a way to win. You know, whether it's yeah. fairly or not, There's she always seems to come out somehow on top. Um, so I... uh yeah, I, I have Alexa Bliss winning that. Right, and yeah. I love the eye candy one, aspect, so, you know, that works for me. Yeah, well, the, they're going to have a lot of the others kind of running in, <laughs> being being around. I I mean, Natalia for me, is some nice eye candy, I have to say, you know? You're a huge fan of Natalia, just though. Put it out, just put it out there. You know, I, I know it's supposed to be predictions, but it, it, somehow it's suddenly become, who is Tanya's? Eye candy as well. So, <laughs> so we should go through every match. Again, the eye candy factor plays a huge role in who we think is going to win these matches. So, you know, um, no, I mean, I, I'm totally on board with that. You know, I could sit here and look at Alexa, you know, I can, you know, five feet of fury. I can sit there and watch her all night, you know, and, um, and, you know, shout out to these girls that they, they take bumps like just as hard as some of the guys do. 
And uh, for these people out there, the naysayers and the trolls that are talking about it being fake and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, hey, these girls are going out there and they can take bumps probably better than some of these guys out there who are uh, bitching and complaining online. So, you know, shout out to them for uh, being able to uh, take those kind of hits. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you know, uh, their bodies, you must have like legs of breezes. I, re- I remember when I used to kind of practice on the pole. I used to have a pole and live in, in the middle of my living room, like a lap dancing pole. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, sometimes the bruises you got on your legs or your thighs just from using the pole. Pole and, burns can hurt. Oh, you, oh yeah. <laughs> so you can just imagine that's just from your own body pushing against the pole so imagine if someone's throwing a pole whacking a pole against you you know it's yeah. like you they, they must go through some bruises a lot of arnica cream yeah i i, I don't have any experience uh you know twirling around the pole nor do i have any experience in a ring but i can uh i can say you know what i don't i don't want to try that pain i don't you know i will, no. uh, I will gladly just sit comfortably in my living room watching on the WWE Network for nine ninety nine. So <laughs> exactly. So moving along, looking at some of these other matches. So we've we've already gone through the uh, New Day match, the Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax match, uh, a match that I am um, really excited about because I feel like it can be a uh, a really good singles match. Is uh, Jeff Hardy versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the United States Championship? Um, to my mm-hmm. knowledge, uh, this should be uh, the first time that they're battling for a, a title. I know they've had a, a singles match on SmackDown. I can't recall if that was for a U.S. Open Challenge match or not. Could be wrong. But um, I do think that this could be a really good match. Both these guys, you know, do some crazy off-the-wall shit that I've never seen anybody do in a ring before. <laughs> um, wh- where are you going with this? You know, Jeff Hardy, he, he's, he's got a lot of the great moves, you know, he's up and he's about. And, um, but Shinsuke, uh, I, I like his entrance music. He comes in, he's there, he's getting it all going, he's getting his energy put into it. And I think they've both got a lot of great moves, but uh, I don't know, I, I just think that Shinsuke is going to take this one. I think that he is going to win it. So do I. I have Shinsuke winning it. Um, I feel like he had a a, a good little feud there um, with AJ Styles, who's are currently battling on SmackDown Live right now, uh, as we're watching it in the monitors here in the studio. Um, so um, the, the feud that him and AJ Styles had from WrestleMania and, and just all the matches that they had proves to me that, you know, he's he's worthy of putting a title on him. Not that I needed much convincing because just seeing his work in New Japan Pro Wrestling and just everywhere else around the world that Shinsuke has performed um, proved to me he was already championship worthy. However, I feel like mm-hmm. um, that could set up a really good feud with him and Jeff Hardy. Um you know, you know, if they go back and forth exchanging the title, uh, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm kind of one of these guys. I'm, I'm kind of a traditionalist where I like to see someone hold the title for quite a while. You know, I hate seeing people, you know, not hold the title like Brock Lesnar hold the title forever. Um, <laughs> but I like mm-hmm. to see, you know, I don't want to see it changed every <laughs> week, you know, a different title holder. But I would be okay with these guys going back and forth um, and just kind of just showing out, you know, what they can do. And uh, kind of making yeah. it, kind of making it like the, the obviously the SmackDown version, you know, of the Intercontinental Title. Um, you know, it's the secondary title on the blue brand, and uh, I think it would be really cool to see that title have a lot of more, uh, 
you know, prestige than uh, what it probably gets right now. So I'm going with uh, Shinsuke Nakamura on that. So um, mm-hmm. I'm not even keeping score here. I should be keeping score. I know we were both uh, in agreement with uh, the uh, da, 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 Alexa da, Bliss. Yes, Alexa Bliss and the Dolph Ziggler. Uh, we're thinking Seth Rollins is going to win that one. Seth Rollins, uh, yeah. yeah. Shinsuke. So, um, we 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 had a difference of opinion so far on um, New Day versus Sanity. Yes, New Day versus Sanity. So that's so far. I mean, we are uh, pretty much you know. Um, so I'm and I, I hate to be sitting here distracted now. I'm watching this SmackDown match and watching Jeff Hardy getting involved in this AJ Styles Shinsuke Nakamura match and. Uh, Rusev now getting involved in a ring. So I guess that's a nice little transition here. We'll talk about that match. So um, AJ Styles championship match against Rusev. Um, what are you thinking about that? Um, do you know, it's... I I really like Rusev. I think that he's got a lot of power. It, it He's... It, when I look at him, I think he's just like some square block, and it's like trying to push past him. <laughs> it's it looks like it's going to be hard, but I think with AJ Styles, I think he he has all the moves. He he, he seems to have more skilled moves. Um, so for me, I would be putting AJ Styles. Um, I think he's going to win that match. I do like seeing AJ Styles win. Um, I do think that he's going to pull out this match. Um, however, I love the fact that WWE is giving Rusev this little little bit of a push. He's obviously over right now with the crowd with the whole Rusev day and the comic role. But Rusev, I mean, he, the dude is like a legit badass. I mean, if you look at the guy, like you said, he is built. The guy is strong, you know, mm-hmm. and he can be um, he can be a really big heel uh, for WWE. My concerns are is that because he's gotten over so well right now as a comic role, can he transition into that um, heel character? And will the fans, you know, treat him as a heel? Uh, one of the biggest struggles I feel wrestlers have is if you are being designated as a face or you're being designated as a heel, being able to play that role and, you know, still get over. I mean, you look at Roman Reigns, who here's a guy who, Obviously, WWE wants to make him a face, but he doesn't get cheered as a face. Um, so with yeah. Rusev, I'm, I'm kind of concerned with that is that, you know, he could be a legit badass. And I love I mean, I would love to see Rusev, you know, hold the title. You know, I'm all for mm-hmm. uh, WWE putting the title on somebody that you wouldn't expect to hold it um, and seeing what they can do with it. Last year. Jinder Mahal got a whole lot of heat because, you know, he was WWE champion and they're like, oh, this guy was jobbing and he was, you know, part of the uh, the three man band and he was in a comic role. And now he's WWE champion. I'm curious if the same reaction would happen with Rusev because he was yeah. he's, being, he's over so much right now as a comic that if you put him in the uh, title picture and put a belt on him, would he be, you know, still looked at as a legit champion or would he kind of just be hated on because you know, they put a belt on him. I don't know. But either way, um, I have AJ Styles winning. But what are your thoughts on that? Do you think, like, what do you think of them uh, giving Rusev a push right now? You know, I I do like Rusev. And I, uh, of course, I can be Lana <laughs> when Lana is, is part of the Rusev <laughs> um, gang. 
I'm I'm definitely you know I I like to watch it. Um, and Rusev, I sometimes I think you know he needs to have a bit more. Um, I don't know, a bit more push. The the WWE team, sometimes I don't think they push the people enough or they push people down our faces that we don't really want to be pushed. Mm. You know, Roman Reigns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know if, if, if Rusev would win it. You know, people do... Well, I, I like Rusev. I, I don't know if people in general... Um, whether they would, how how they would react if he was given the belt and then he was turned into more of a heel, I think he could carry it off. But it is a bit more of a transition period. I expect to to move into it. No, I agree. I mean, I said I, uh, I I would love to see him have a successful run with the title. I'm just concerned of how serious people would take him with the belt. Um, it's very hard when you go, like I said, into that comic role and then go back into a serious role. And some people are able to do it. Um, I mean, I can't think of anyone off the top of my head right now who, you know, who's been successful in doing stuff like that. I guess going, taking it way back, seeing like a, a Triple H, like in DX, you know, where these guys were doing, you know, comic and, you know, funny stuff. And then, you know, now Triple H, you know, is who he is. Um, mm-hmm. I know that's leaps and bounds in distance between him and Rusev, but um, I can't think of anybody who was like a comic character who came in and became, you know, was taken seriously by the fans. Um, I said they tried it with Jinder Mahal, and I I love Jinder Mahal as a a WWE champion. You know, I like that, uh, you know, it was something different. It wasn't the same old. Um, So uh, I was was actually happy when Jinder got the title. I was like, this is good. It's different. Yeah, it's not just it's it's not the expected, you know. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's like we all know it's like oh, it's going to happen. We're expecting it. We're expecting it. And suddenly something else happens, and you're like, whoa, oh. And then it's, I I kind of like the way that Jinder played it out, and like um, and then you know the Singh brothers and <laughs> that I I I was quite entertained by it. Yeah, I know a lot it, of people weren't too happy, but it, it entertains me. But it's, you know? and, and that's the whole thing. And it's cool to see, you know, when you put the belt, you know, what can, what can this person do? You know, I mean, obviously WWE can make and create a character, but it's up to that person once you have that character to kind of like take it to the next level. And one of the things I always uh, like seeing is when somebody's actors, uh, these uh, athletes, they leave and go to another, you know, federation or another, you know, promotion or something, and how big of a star to become. You know, you look at someone like uh, Cody Rhodes right now, who is just, you know, doing so much stuff on the indie scene. But when he was in WWE, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't he wasn't the top guy in WWE. You know, there's it's just interesting mm-hmm. to see how somebody could be, you know, a mid card guy in WWE, and then when you put him in another, you know, promotion they could be so much more, you know? So I, I always love seeing uh, different talent, uh, see what else they can do once you put them in a serious role. But, um, mm. so we and both it, agree it was, on that. It was too. nice. It, yeah. It was nice to have him back as well. Um, Jinder, you know, when he was out. But Yeah. I mean, he was gone for a while. They came back. And like I said, it was, uh, maybe that sometimes you gotta remember too, some of these, you know, wrestling fans, um, 
have short memories. You know, some of them, some of them have really good memories, you know, and some of them, you know, don't remember a lot, the stuff that he did, you know, with uh, 3MB and, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, like I said, I, with Rusev, I would love to see, you know, something more come of it. And, uh, hopefully, uh, it's not just a one and done, uh, title match with AJ. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but we're we, definitely both in agreement for AJ. Yeah, back on, but yeah, I mean, he's he, right now. AJ is, uh, and they mentioned it on uh, SmackDown. He is currently um, the longest reigning champion by combined years in the last uh, five years. So, I mean, he's. Uh, nice. I mean, I think they're priding themselves on that. You know, is that he has the championship. He's the new face of you know uh, 2K19, WWE uh, 2K19, the video game. So he's the cover boy for that. So. I don't, I don't see him losing the title anytime soon, although it would be cool to see, you know, Rusev hold the title. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, you also, we also were talking a little bit there about, um, the Roman Reigns factor. So let's talk about that match. Roman Reigns versus Bobby Lashley in a singles match. Um, what is your, your take on this? Are you a fan of Roman? Are you not a fan of Roman? Or are you in the middle? Where's, what is your thoughts on Roman? You know, it's funny with Roman, you know, he comes on and everyone boos. And I've been in the audience when he's come on, you know, live in the audience and the boos are so loud. But then when you watch it back on the TV, the boos are muted. <laughs> They're not as loud. And I'm like, really? That that wasn't how it was. So I think, you know, the, the authority try and, you know, hide a lot of, of the... um the fan negativity towards them but you know there's been a lot of build-up to the fight but sometimes you know sometimes when fights come on you're just not really that invested in watching it um maybe this is one of those fights because i just don't think they're gonna let roman lose so i reckon most likely he's gonna win so i'm just like oh i like if 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 Roman come on and he was doing his thing and he, you know was going and fighting his matches, I don't think I would dislike him as much. But seeing that they're always pushing him and it's always pushing and it's always always pushing him to win, and it's like sometimes it's like it's just too much thrown down your face and it makes you not like the not like the character as much. You know how how do you feel about him? I feel what you're saying is the sentiment of 99.9% of the WWE universe that people are, you know, over this Roman experiment of getting him over with the fans. All right. My feeling is, is I'm not a Roman Reigns hater. So anybody that's listening, please, you can feel to tweet me and, you know, send me messages. I'm not a Roman Reigns hater. I don't hate Roman Reigns. However, Roman Reigns doesn't, he doesn't get a reaction out of me. You know, I don't feel excited. I don't feel, you know, upset. I just feel like, I just like, when I see him, I'm just like, I just sigh and I'm just like, this again? Um, you know, and, and it's just like, I don't know if it's just a stubbornness on the, uh, WWE's part where they just do not want to, uh, give up on this. Um, I think right now they're trying to, cash in on this whole uh Lesnar situation where you know they have Roman coming out every week and he is telling the WWE universe that hey Roman Reigns doesn't care about you I mean uh Brock Lesnar doesn't care about you you know he's never here he never defends the title yada 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 
in hopes that the fans will say, you know what, Roman, you're right. I like you, and screw you, Brock Lesnar. And the fans are really like, yeah, we get it. Like, Lesnar sucks. He's never here. But just because he's here doesn't mean I'm going to like you. Um, and yeah. I think right now, um, seeing what happened at UFC 226, where uh, Lesnar obviously got involved in that, um, seeing a mention of it on WWE.com is something that is uh, surprising to me because if you would have looked at this, you know, the first go round when he left and came back, um, I don't think WWE would have been making mentions on their website about Roman Reigns in the UFC, especially when you think about both of them are fighting right now for the contract of Brock Lesnar. I think Vince McMahon is trying to say, okay, well, I'm going to use this negative and I'm going to try to spin it into a positive, and this is how he's going to do it. I'm going to put on WWE.com. I'm going to put on all of our social platforms. I'm going to talk about it on TV that, you know, he's leaving. He's going back to UFC to try to get the fans one last chance to be upset and pull for Roman. I don't see it happening. I don't care what Lesnar does. I don't care if he leaves and goes to UFC, stays with WWE. Either way, I'm not going to be on board with this Roman Reigns experiment. Um, so to me, it's kind of like, eh, I don't. They're marketing it as a big fight match. You got two big, strong dudes, but I just mm-hmm. see it being like a, a clubbing match. I just see two guys that are just going to club the hell out of each other. And Roman's, you know, coming out victorious. Um, I still don't know what they're doing with this Braun Strowman with the money in the bank, but rumors are is that, you know, it's going to be Reigns and Lesnar. And Reigns is going to take the belt off of um, Lesnar at SummerSlam. I could see that happening and then having uh Braun cash in on Roman that night and win it and leave and everybody leave the arena happy. Um I just don't I don't know. I just don't know understand why they keep trying to push Roman on people when, you know, it's just it's obviously not it's not happening. Yeah. It it feels like it should be, you know, we've tried and we've tried and we've tried and we keep trying and it's just not working. So like you say, it sounds like there's someone stubborn Standing in the back with the heels dug in, like nope, we're not giving up on him. Even yeah. if the even if the crowd are just sighing, booing, well, you know, booing's a booing is a reaction, but I suppose sighing, like silence, is yeah. just like when it's like oh, time to go and get a drink, you know, yeah. I mean, time to it, use the restroom. <laughs> and you know, yeah, it's definitely it's a bathroom break time. And uh I always said to people and and unfortunately or fortunately, depending, you know, whose opinion is on it, um, Roman Reigns kinda has that John Cena type appeal. You're gonna get the younger kids and you're gonna get the women that are gonna vote and cheer for him and say, you know, I love him. Um if you really wanna see a difference, you know, the whole booing thing, it's like that doesn't I, obviously that's not working. I always said, you know what would be really cool is if Roman came out and nobody said anything. Like it was complete silence. Not a cheer, not a boo, <laughs> just complete silence. If that doesn't, you know what I mean, screw it up for you, then I don't I don't know what else would. But uh you know, I just I don't know. I've met Roman. Roman's a cool guy. Just uh jeez, I mean Yeah. And Bobby Lashley, it, it, on the other hand, is is not anything to be all cracked up about as well. I mean, I don't know. How do you feel about Bobby Lashley? Um, I, he's kind of 
quite new to me. So, I'd, you know, I know that he was around, you know, and he's come back again, but I don't remember him from his earlier period. So I think I, I need a little bit of more warming up, you know, so I can, you know, sometimes when someone comes in, I like to watch them quite a few times before I can start to really get in you know, whether I decide whether I like the character or whether I'm with the character, you know. So, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think I need a little bit more watching of him. Although his body is hot, he's got a lot of muscles <laughs> in the right places. Like, he's, he's all, like, ripped, isn't he? Right. Uh-huh. Oh, go, going back to the body, remember when Jinder came back, Jinder Mahal, uh-huh. where did his body come from? I was like... What the hell, this guy? He and the pictures of him like sweating with his like veins throbbing. I'm like, ooh, sorry. Side yeah, I mean, you definitely are watching these in more detail than I am. Um, <laughs> my problem with Bobby Lashley is um, it's painful to watch him cut a promo. Um, listening to him talk, uh. his mic work. The guy been away from WWE for like ten years. And he comes yeah. back, and he's done stuff in other promotions, and uh, you know he's worked with you know Impact and TNA for a while, and he's he's done MMA, he's all kinds of stuff. Nobody's ever pulled him aside and had him work on mic skills. Like listening to him do trash talking is like, it sounds so robotic, <laughs> and then it's just like then you got him, and then it's just like oh. And then you got Roman, and you're like, oh, God. And it's just like, it's just uh, watching it, it's just, it's painful for me. So it's one of those matches that I think WWE wants to market as this big fight feel. Two big, you know, big heavyweights. But I don't see much much wrestling. Maybe they'll surprise the hell out of me. You know, I would love that. Show me something different. But I just, it's not a match that I'm, uh, you know, getting all excited about. I think that's a match that I'm kind of, you know, going to be uh, tweeting and replying back to people or, you know, <laughs> taking a bathroom break. Uh, yeah, probably bathroom break for me in that one. Just, you know, like you don't want to get up at a different time because you're going to miss something really exciting. Yeah. But that, it's just like, yeah, I'll, as soon as it comes on, you can go and use the restroom, pot around a bit, check your social media, reply to a few tweets, get a drink, and then you'll hear the the Roman Reigns music, and you're like, oh, okay, <laughs> moving yeah, on to the next It's over. Match. Yeah, he won. You know. <laughs> so, so we're both in agreement. Roman's probably going to end up winning that one. Um, yeah. So um, moving on to the uh, next match we got here uh, is the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship with Carmella versus Asuka. Um, everybody that knows me knows that I am smitten by Carmella, so uh, I'm a little biased oh. in my in my uh, my pick here. Um, Carmella can do no wrong. <laughs> um, so I want to get your feelings on that right now because you know where I'm going to side with this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You see, this is where your like starry eyes come in when you like, ooh, Carmella. <laughs> yes, yeah, she is currently on the screen now, getting ready. You know, and I'm watching this, and I'm just like, yeah. Oh, goodness. Oh, I bet, you, I bet you're not so happy with James Ellsworth then, because it's just like you don't need to be watching James Ellsworth. <laughs> you really don't. I mean, I, mean, I kind of feel, like... and in, in all seriousness, I kind of feel like it's almost like a handicap by bringing him back into the picture, because um, it's kind of like sh- saying that, like, you don't believe that um, 
Carmela can do this by herself, you know, like she needs James Ellsworth to get heat. Um, I don't feel she needs James Ellsworth to get heat. I think that, you know, she's fully capable of pissing people off on her own. Um, I don't think she needs someone else there to, you know, help her piss people off. But um, what do you what do you feel about James Ellsworth being back in the picture? Uh, you know, I, I just think he's just there. He's just going to keep saving her again. Um, you know, I'm so uh, personally, I've been surprised that Carmel has been able to keep the belt this long. Um, and I think, you know, with James being back there, um, he's going to save Carmela again. And, you know, uh, I don't know. I think that she's just on borrowed time. Um, but 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 at the same time, I still think that he's back and she's got the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship and she wants to keep the belt. And I think by having him there, I think he's definitely going to help her keep the belt and he's going to save her again. Like this little, little tiny knight <laughs> in shining armor, although he's not got any armor on. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, for me personally, I think Asuka, she's she's got the move. She's hardcore. She goes in for it. You know, she. I, I think that she could definitely use the win. I think that she deserves the win. But I don't think it's gonna be this time that she's gonna get it. I think they're gonna keep this this one going. So I, I I still think Carmel is going to win the belt. Well, I'm sorry, keep the belt. Um, and she couldn't do it without James. Okay. Here is my thought process on all of this. And I'm taking out my bias and my love for Carmela when I say this. Um, I think eventually she's going to have to lose the title. Eventually she's going to lose the title to Asuka. I don't believe it's going to be Sunday. It could be at SummerSlam. Um, I think that's a bigger stage. Um, there's no point in having her lose the belt to Asuka at Extreme Rules when you can market this big match for SummerSlam and have her, you know, win on a bigger stage. Uh, with that being said, the the losses that um, Asuka has had to Carmella. Uh, whether they've been, you know, shady losses, clean losses, what have you, I think it helps kind of bring Asuka back down to a believable character. When she was going that undefeated streak for so long, um, it was almost like, who's going to beat her? And it mm-hmm. took Charlotte Flair to beat her at WrestleMania for, you know, people to say, you know, wow, like Asuka is beatable. If she had mm-hmm. kept that momentum, I think it would have gotten real stale real quick, you know, like it would have been almost too easy to predict like, oh, she's going to win. Um, but by yeah. having her lose some matches, it kind of makes her seem like she's kind of like she's a normal person in a sense, like she's capable of losing a match. Um, so it it doesn't make it so obvious when she goes into a match that she's going to win because she has lost before. Um, mm-hmm. With the James Ellsworth factor, again, I feel like he is going to help her in some way Sunday win this match. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't believe he's, like I said, that he's needed. I feel Carmel is fully capable of, you know, generating the same heat without him. Um, is her in-ring skills that of Asuka's? No, 
there's not many women out there who can say they are on the same level as Asuka. So with that being said, um, comparing their, you know, their wrestling abilities is not really fair because there's not many people on Asuka's level uh, as far as in-ring skill goes. However, I'm very mm-hmm. impressed with the way Carmella has um, developed her character. Uh, I feel like she's pretty good on the microphone. I feel like she's, you know, she's kind of embraced as character as champion. Um, but is she on borrowed time? Yeah, most likely Asuka, you know, is going to be the next champion. Uh, I just don't think it's going to be Sunday. Yeah. I can see uh, something I, happening at SummerSlam with James getting involved and maybe James, you know, ruining it for her. Um, you know, where she loses the belt because of James. But, um, yeah. That would be a nice twist. It would. I mean, I don't know how long WWE plans on keeping Ellsworth on the main roster. I mean, they got rid of him the first time and then they brought him back. And I don't know if, you know, they that was like a, a test pattern for Carmella to say, okay, we're getting rid of James and you're on your own. Let's see what you can do on your own. And maybe the WWE brass was not as, you know, convinced that Carmella could, you know, generate heat and, you know, get over on her own. So they brought Ellsworth mm-hmm. back into the picture. Um, my only fear is, is that what is what is left for Carmella if indeed she were to lose the title to Asuka? Obviously, there's a rematch. But then after that, what happens to Carmella? Does she fall back? you know, back in line to the point where she's not relevant anymore. Or, you know, I mean, you see some of these girls on the SmackDown Live roster who, you know, I mean, they speak for their own. I mean, you got a Becky Lynch's of the world who's going to be, you know, she's just phenomenal in her own right. But there's a lot of girls that are just, you know, look at Naomi after she lost. You know, what what have they really done with her? You know, these are people Mm -hmm. that I believe are indeed a little bit more athletic than Carmella is. So if Carmella... Were to lose, what does that mean for her in the long term? Um, so it'd be interesting to see what happens. But I see um, possible title change coming at SummerSlam and not so much at Extreme Rules. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm agreeing. As I'm watching, as James Ellsworth has just tapped out to uh, Asuka in a battle of the sexes, too, that just happened. And uh, Asuka's teeing <laughs> off on uh, Carmella right now in the ring, so... Uh, I don't know if this is going to be a preview of what's going to happen Sunday, but um, that's currently what is happening on the monitors now as uh, Ellsworth is uh, attacking Asuka. And, uh, yeah, so looks like they just got the upper hand on her now. Um, now, you're a little bit of delay, so you don't get the you, – your SmackDown is not on right now for you guys, is it? No, I'm on the West Coast, so it's like it's three hours different, so – I, I don't normally get to sit down till 8 p.m. my time. By that time, you lot on the East Coast. So, took, so I'm just giving spoilers right now in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> 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 Try not to do spoilers, but I'm people okay. are probably, if you're listening to this podcast, are probably have already watched SmackDown. Um, so I will try not to let that distract me here. Um, so looking at, we've got a couple more matches here. Um, so we've gone over the Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley, Shinsuke and Jeff Hardy, uh, Finn Balor and Baron Corbin. So what do you, what do you think of uh, the new Constable Corbin that they've uh, created? Well, I have to say, Corbin, he, it's definitely a massive improvement on the hairstyle. Like, you think so? Don't get me 
don't get me wrong. I I like I do like some of the wrestlers that have got long hair, you know. Um, but sometimes some of the wrestlers that have got long hair, it's just when it's like long and greasy looking type of stringy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, well, he had this balding thing going, so he kind of needed to cut it. Um, do, do you know in England we call that a comb over? You yes. know where they like comb the hair like across to just yes. cover that baldy patch that just seems to keep going bigger he, he, and bigger. He cut it, but the full baldy. I don't know. He kind of looks like Charlie Brown now. I mean, that's just. I mean, I just feel like he should have Snoopy walking around with him. You know, um, I felt like, honestly, I felt like he was a little bit more intimidating looking when he had longer hair. Although, again, he needed to cut the hair. Um, I just don't, I don't know. The, the short hair just kind of looks weird on him to me. It, it hasn't fully grown um, on me. Um, as far as the constable yeah. character that they got going with him, um, I guess it's okay. I guess it gives him something to do. Um, yeah. The lone wolf thing. I love the lone wolf character he had going, but I don't know. I really don't know where, you know, what they're doing with him. I feel like this match with Finn Balor is just a squash match. Um, obviously, I feel Finn Balor is going to win, um, but I just don't – I don't really know what their what their plans are, if they even have any plans for um, Baron Corbin. But I definitely see uh, Finn Balor winning this one. What do you think? Yeah, I I I do like Finn. Um, you know, coming from England, um and Liverpool in England specifically, which is very close to Ireland. We have a lot of Irish settlers that have settled in Liverpool, so there's a very big Irish influence. So of course, you know, um when I see the Irish wrestlers I do have an extra soft spot for them. Um we all know my favourite wrestler, Seamus. Mm-hmm. Um so, you know, we've got another Irish fella, um, Finn. So I I do like him. Um, and I think he's proven that, you know, he is a good wrestler and he's, he's one of the best, you know, wrestlers. He, he's, he's got skills. Um, I like him. I like watching him in the ring. Um, Corbin, you know, he's got his air caught and the constable and, you know, possibly less annoying now didn't say not annoying anymore (laughs) (laughs) just less annoying um you know um at least i don't have to look at that stringy hair with the baldy patch going on in the middle of it you know that's one less annoying thing about watching him you know (laughs) Well, I've I've heard rumors and, you know, you, you th- hear things and you see stories online and you never know what is true and what's not true. Um, but a lot mm-hmm. of it I heard is the reason why he his push was kind of taken away from him is he's, you know, had some backstage issues, you know, politics issues. Again, we don't know if any of this is true. But, I mean, here's a guy who won mm-hmm. money in the bank then lost his cash in, you know, won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. You know, and it seems like he had every he had all the upside, and now he's you know just kind of just floating there with you know no real right. you know development of what they plan on doing with him. So um, again, maybe that is a result from you know backstage politics. I don't know how true that is, mm. but 
Um, I don't really know what they plan on doing with him. So I, I see this as a squash match. I see, you know, it being back and forth. I do see, you know, Corbin, obviously his size is going to get some, you know, physical moves in there. He's going to get some offense in there. But ultimately, I see Finn Balor winning and, you know, the fans cheering and being happy. And, you know, that's about it with that. I don't yeah. see, you know, any much more going on with that. I mean, is that so like a fair, fair uh, prediction on that? Yeah, I that's that sounds that sounds like yeah, sounds like a good one now. Definitely, <laughs> I mean, we both just, agree for Finn. Yeah, I just don't see, you know, I just don't really see, you know, a whole lot coming out of out of that match. Um, the uh, the steel cage match: Braun Strowman versus Kevin Owens. Um, interesting to see what they've been doing with uh, Strowman and Kevin Owens the last couple of weeks on Raw. Um, I love Kevin Owens. I feel Kevin Owens is um, underappreciated by a lot of people. Um, I think for a guy his size, you know, he has a lot of energy, has a lot of uh, charisma, has a lot of character. Um, Braun, mm-hmm. obviously, is Braun. Um, I don't really understood why at first they gave him the money in the bank briefcase, um, because he doesn't need it. But I have, I have a theory to that. But before I get into that, I want to know what you think of Braun Strowman and Kevin Owens. Okay. Braun, I think he, you just look at him and, you know, you put him in any match, you know, whether it's 50 men or, you know, just one other man. He is, he just seems impossible to beat. You know, he, just that power and the stance and, um, so I, I, I think he's definitely, for me, I, I think that, Braun Strowman's going to be the winner in this match. Um, for Kevin Owens, I think the only way that he is going to win is by fluke or some kind of outside help by um, Sami Zayn. If he's going to be, <laughs> someone's going to have to come in and help him. You yes, know, definitely he's going to need some assistance. Yeah, I, I don't think he's going to be able to do this one by himself. He's He definitely needs help if he is going to win against Strowman. But I, I still think that Strowman's going to win this match. I believe Strowman is going to win. Um, I mean, you can't put a guy that size in a cage and expect to survive. I mean, you can only hope to survive a match like that. Um, you can't expect to survive a match like that. Um my feeling with uh, Braun winning the Money in the Bank, at first, when he first won it, my first initial reaction was, why? It makes no sense. The guy doesn't need a briefcase to win a title. Um, historically, if you have a briefcase, you are doing a run-in when the champion is, you know, dan- down and out. And, you know, mm-hmm. the only other person who's done it where they've given you a heads up was John Cena, you know, where he let his opponent know, I'm cashing in this week at this time. Um So that's the whole concept of the briefcase. It's cool to see, you know, somebody run in when somebody's down and hurt. Braun don't need somebody to be down and hurt in order to win. So my first reaction to him winning that was why. Um, My next reaction to it after thinking about it, pondering on it, was this. If you have Roman versus Braun one-on-one in a match – the brass at WWE is going to push Roman because he's Roman. Mm-hmm. But how do you convince the WWE universe who already does not back Roman Reigns 
that he's beating up Braun Strowman single-handedly easy. He's not. So, again, my philosophy is, is at SummerSlam, it's going to be Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. They're going to duke it out. They're going to have, you know, a back-and-forth match. Braun is going to cash in on Roman. I think Roman will beat Lesnar at SummerSlam because they eventually Mm -hmm. have to get the belt off of Lesnar. Um, And since they're pushing Roman, they're going to push for him to win. However, I think if you have Braun come down and just kind of pick up the scraps of Reigns, then that sets up that feud of Reigns and Braun. Gets Lesnar out of the picture and, you know, just kind of sets it up. And then Reigns will always come back and say, well, you know, you, you could only beat me when I was down and out. And, you know, it draws it all out. So I, I that mm. was my feeling of why they gave him the belt. Right now, it seems mm. like he's only... um you know, just kind of just buying time until SummerSlam. So I don't mind that he's in this, um, you know, program with Kevin Owens right now. Um, it sucks for Owens because I felt like when he was Universal Champion, he held that belt well. Um, but I ultimately I have Braun Strowman winning um, the steel cage match against Kevin Owens Sunday. Yeah, I I I agree. Braun Strowman's going to be winning this match. So, I mean, uh, most of us, most of these matches, um, you know, going down, looking at it. So we both agree that Braun Strowman's going to win. We both agree that Finn Balor's going to win. We both agree that Shinsuke Nakamura was going to win. Um, we both agree that Roman Reigns was going to win. We both agree that Seth Rollins was going to win. Um, the Carmella, Asuka, I have Carmella. You had, you know, Carmella. Carmella. So we both had that. We uh, both had AJ Styles. We both AJ have Alexa Styles. Bliss. We both have the New Day. So the only one that we've disagreed on right now is the um, the uh, da, 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 which one was I just looking at here? Pre-show the, New Day versus yeah, Sanity. Versus Sanity. So that was the only one so far that we've uh, disagreed on. So looking at the uh, the lineup here, let's see who we still have here. So we got uh, two more tag team matches, and the first one is the. Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt versus the B team of Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel for the Raw Tag Team Championships. Um, what do what do you think is going to happen there? Mm, okay, you know, after the the Miz Taraj gimmick with Dallas and Axel, um, I thought that they would have. I I would have hoped that they would have gotten a little bit more serious and not just be another comedy team that was what I was hoping for but you know I guess (laughs) that's not really the case um but they have been on a little bit of a hot streak and I can see them winning some titles so I'm going to go with this one I'm going to call the B team Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel this is going to be your, your upset win here that's that's who I'm going for. Okay. Um I gotta go with Bray yeah, you know, I gotta go with Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy. Um just for the simple fact that the other are a comic team. I would love to see them being taken seriously, like you said. I just don't I don't see mm-hmm. it happening. I just see, you know, Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt uh winning and uh you know, I don't know where that leads, you know, to the next uh challengers for that those titles, but uh I don't see I just don't see the B team winning. I just you know I love what they've been doing lately on Raw, but I just don't I don't have the B team winning. I got Bray Wyatt, Matt Hardy, uh retaining the uh Raw tag team champions. So Yeah. It, it 
you know, sometimes when I just like look at some of the wrestling, <laughs> I do, I do go for a little bit more of eye candy as well. So you know, if I was to kind of like line them up, any anyone against Bray Wyatt, it's less like hmm, the other team are definitely more likely to have more eye candy on them. He's not a fan of not Bray Wyatt. It's the look, you know. It's like the ripped up vest tops and the big hairy kind of. I I I I don't know. There's something about someone that looks like they just at the dinner and it's all still kind of all around them, you know. (laughs) (laughs) He's got that kind of that uh the sloppy dirty look, you know and. Yeah, and it just, I'm just like, oh, no, I just, I, 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 I would just want to take Bray Wyatt and just, you know, hose him down a bit and trim him, give him a good <laughs> trim, you know? <laughs> and there's some ladies out there that love that look, you know? I mean, it's, it's, I, I know, I know. I'm sure there is. Know, I mean, but he, he could, he could probably, he could probably stand a, a, a good grooming. Um, but with that said, I still I still feel like those guys are too powerful, or uh, running on too too good of cylinders to to lose to the B team. Um, again, I don't know if that means maybe now the authors of pain or somebody else in the role uh, tag team division you know gets a push and gets pulled up. Um, but nope, just don't don't see don't see them winning. Um, but then that, that brings us to the final match on the card, which is the uh, Bludgeon Brothers of uh, Harper and Rowan versus uh, Team Hell No, Daniel Bryan and Kane for the SmackDown Live Tag Team Championships. Um, mm. First this, off, this what do you think me, of that? It, oh, I don't know. It just seems like a goofy kind of match, you know? It's the Bludgeon Brothers. Um, and then you've got, like... Daniel Bryan and Kane and I'm just like it, there's only there's only one team that are going to win for me in this it's it's got to be team hell no you know mm-hmm. I I think they're the ones that I've just got them winning I I just want them to win you know just it would be a feel good story but my thing is is that now that in real life Kane is mayor in Tennessee you know where where is he going to be able to hold the titles and how long is he going to be able to do this while also being mayor, you know, of a, of a town? Um, mm-hmm. So my, my feelings is, is that, is this a short little run? Is this a, a feel good moment? You know, how long of a storyline could this be? Um, I'm going to throw a little twist in this because the Miz is not currently on the card. The Miz obviously has a, a feuding beef going on with Daniel Bryan for quite a while. They've had a war of words for a while. Um, you know, they've battled it out before Daniel Bryan got hurt. Uh, the Miz likes to try to take credit for when Daniel Bryan was out hurt for all those years. I can see mm-hmm. the Miz getting involved somehow in this match. Um, I don't know how it separates Kane from the situation. But I can definitely see where it's going to set up something long-term between Daniel Bryan and The Miz. And uh, looking at, you know, online reports, Daniel Bryan's contract seems to be running up um, the 1st of September. 
Now, I don't know if WWE plans on re-signing him to another contract. Um, there's rumors of him going elsewhere. Um, I don't know really what's going to go on with that. But if they're going to do something with The Miz and Daniel Bryan, um, they got to do it quickly. Um, if indeed they don't have any intentions of re-signing Daniel Bryan. I feel like since Daniel Bryan's been back, it started off really well that first night. You had him taking on AJ Styles on SmackDown Live after WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And it's since then, I kind of feel like they haven't really done a whole lot with them. You had him in a feud with Big Cass, which ultimately I felt was more to help Big Cass get over and help Big Cass. That obviously did not work because Big Cass was later released. So that didn't do much. I feel like if you have the golden opportunity to have a talent of Daniel Bryan come back after being gone for so long, and you know how over he is with the fans, why wouldn't you try to cash in on as much stardom as you can right now with him? Like, what's the point of putting him in, like, gimmicky tag team matches? You know what I mean? Like, he should be in the Mm -hmm. WWE title picture. So with that said, I feel like they could be setting up something with him in The Miz. Um, People were saying he want to have the blow off at WrestleMania. I feel like it might happen closer to SummerSlam only because of how long Daniel Bryan's contract still is. Um, Mm. But we'll see. But I have, I don't have uh, Team Hell No winning. Um, I feel like it's... You got the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, I got the Bludgeon Brothers, and I don't really have them winning just, you know, on their own. I feel like something is going to happen that's going to, you know, change that. Um, They are, you know, they're promoting the whole Team Hell No right now. It's on all the marketing for the... Extreme Rules pay-per-view, they're on the poster, they're on, you know, all the promos. So they're really pushing this, but I, I, I just don't see it being a long run with them because, again, how much time can Kane commit to WWE while also actively being the mayor of, you know, a town? You know, it's just, I don't know. Unless it's a small town that can kind of operate and run on its own, <laughs> I don't see it, uh, him, you know, being around WWE and traveling as much, so... So that's the, the the whole lineup we have for Extreme Rules. But um, before you get out of here, though, I want to see what else you have in mind with, you know, WWE. Like, what are some of the other things that you look forward to that's not really pertaining to um, Extreme Rules? Like, is there anyone else on the rosters that you're interested in? Like, I'm currently watching now. we got uh, Cian Almas right now wrestling. Um feel like I, I, there's something big's going to happen with him soon. I don't really know what. It seems like they're trying to find something for him. But is there anybody that you have an eye on right now that you are interested in? I've got a lot of eye on a lot of eye candy on WWE. I, I, you know, after I asked that question, I was kind of thinking maybe I shouldn't have worded it that way. Like, oh my god. Do you know, this is, now you're just, now you're just got me thinking about, you know, lots of different fantasies, which is like, you're like, Tanya, no, that's not what I'm talking about. Not that kind of podcast <laughs> this week, you know. <laughs> but you know, I, I, I don't know. You know, I'm not one of these that goes with the WWE stories. I, you know, I have a, a few set people that I I always think I, I always want them to win, and then when they don't win, I'm just like, no, oh, no. Um, but it, I'm excited to get back into watching it. You know, I took a, a couple of weeks out because I had um, a trip to England, so I I went back there. Um, I had a trip to Chicago, 
Um, that was for actually a fan convention, a fan convention called Exotica. So um, that that was a lot of fun as well. So I think right now I I want to capture up on a few of the storylines and you know come in you know extreme roles this weekend and 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 hopefully some of those spoilers that you've just given me. <laughs> Isn't going to well, ruin tonight. An, an, another spoiler <laughs> that an, a, oh. a, another spoiler that I, I have to mention right now because it kind of puts a different twist now on our predictions. Um, so the Carmella match and Oscar James Ellsworth is now going to be yeah. suspended in a shark cage above the ring. Ah. So <laughs> going to have a fair match. So it, it does, you know, it may not change anything, but uh, he'll be suspended <laughs> above the ring. So it'll be interesting to see what they are going to do with him there. I, I I actually kind of find that extremely funny. <laughs> that should be funny seeing him above the ring, just kind of bouncing around in a ring, you know. Um. Yeah, it's it's kind of you know it's kind of like um, I, I'm gonna have to compare it. You know, if it if it was a a triple X movie, a bit more like a you know a cuckolding type of scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I'm trying corner, not to think along the. Yeah, I'm trying not to think along those lines, you know. I, I I'm trying to, you know, keep my mind centered on the wrestling this this night, you know. Um, but oh, yeah, I mean, I'm if, so sorry. <laughs> sorry for bringing. I mean, there was if there was a parody movie, that would be that would be the perfect scenario for it, right there, you know. Um, you know, uh, it's like you know who. But, but I, then, I think it's I I. No, I just I just think it's going to be fun anyway, just to see him. You know, strapped up there, locked away. You know, James, you can't do anything. You've just got to watch Carmella. You know, she's got to do her damn best to to keep a grip on that belt. You know, James is going to be wanting to get out of it. You know, is is he going to get out of that cage? You you know, is he going to? How is he going to manage it? Because that's what it is. Is he going to suddenly turn into Houdini? You know. Well, Well, let me ask you because you've directed movies. If you had a cast. This movie, this scene, who would play the roles of James Ellsworth, Oscar, and Carmella? Oh if you my were doing God. a parody movie. Oh my God, quick. Okay, Chad Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> Chad Diamond, I think, would be James Ellsworth. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, Asher Akira, I would definitely have as That's Asher. what I was thinking. I was like, you kind of have to go yeah. with that. Okay. Yeah. And who's playing and, Carmella? And Carmella, Carmella. I don't know. Maybe like Tasha Rain. Okay. I I think she might be able to play Carmella. Who would you like to see play Carmella? I don't know. I would love to see Carmella play Carmella. <laughs> I mean, that's just me. That would be you nice. Know? I'm, that would I'm be doing, nice. I would love to see that. Um, the Chad Diamond, I, I definitely can get. <laughs> If, if I was directing it, I would I would cast myself as I either this I think I would cast myself as the Stephanie McMahon role or the referee. I, you know, yes. I was just thinking that I was like, you know, you got to get yourself in this match somehow. You got to get yourself in this scene. <laughs> There's no way in hell you're watching this scene unfold behind the camera and going, you know what? I went dibs on this. I I'm went in. part of this. I'm in. If Carmel is in it, I'm like, no, I'm in. I mean, <laughs> go away. Well, now you go talked away. about you talked about these wrestling fantasies that you have. So let me ask you real quick before you leave: like, who are? I mean, who is like? What is? Who's the the characters? These wrestlers that you're like, ah, oh, I would love to be with them. Do, do you know? Oh God, 
you know what it's like. You know, you your fantasy kind of changes, and you know, it's not always exactly the same fantasy that you've got going on. But I, I would just love to just be in a ring, and then like it would be like I would choose different people to come in the ring with me each time. You know, and I'd, I, I, it would have to be to start off with. It would have to be like a load of guys, and they all have to be the tall guys. You know, and I, I always wonder, you know, is the tall height or the tall, you know, big mm-hmm. feet, and you know where I'm going with that one. Yes. Um, <laughs> we can't be explicit. Um, I'll let you use your imagination, but I, 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 I could. Oh, so everyone besides Bray Wyatt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a it's not a big um, it, it's not a fifty man one. <laughs> it's a, no. a fifty man Royal Rumble match every ninety seconds another guy comes in the ring. Oh my god. Can you just imagine it? I'd be like can you can we just keep bringing in James Ellsworth so we can last for fifty men? Can you not double up? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I might be able to take fifty James Ellsworth maybe, but you know you start bringing in I don't know Braun Strowman. <laughs> oh Jesus, Braun Strowman! I mean, I'd be broken in half if he was the first guy before we we'd be able to move on. You know, um, I get some well, Drew McIntyre my You gotta keep Braun Strowman for the end, so this way you you, you know that that yeah. builds up the suspense. It's, She's made it this far. She's lasted through 49 other guys. Who's number 50? You know, the horn goes off. Braun Strowman. Strowman. Oh, my God. I would... Do you know, I've got visions now. You know when you get a chicken and they have that little wishbone and and one of used to give us the wishbone and you you Mm -hmm. cracked it with your your two little fingers? I've just got visions... (laughs) This is me being that wishbone, <laughs> Strowman. I'm like, please no. Well, well, you could you could mix it up. We could you know substitute some of those guys for some of the you know the WWE women superstars. Um, I mean, obviously oh, no. you know you love Natalia, so you know. Yeah, let's get Natalia in. I love a little bit of Charlotte and um, some Becky Lynch. Um, let's bring Naomi. Naomi's got some power in her legs. I think she'd be kind of. Oh, okay. I'll bring Carmella in just for you. Just yes, for, please. Just so I have something well. to watch, you know. I mean, yeah, just so you, um, <laughs> Alexa Bliss. Um, oh, let's get some Milf action in. Let's get some Mickey James coming on in. And <laughs> <laughs> now, what about what about oh Naya? God. What about Naya? I mean, you know. Um, I think she's powerful. Would I? Would I? I I, I don't. Whatever she did to me, I think I'd feel like I was you know, suffocate and kind of under she did some face sitting on the smothering me. Smothering like, scene. No, not yet. Yeah. Get off. Get off. Well, well, we definitely um, have to like start planning this out and, you know, making this happen. You know, I, I don't want any credit know, of I, it. I just want to see it when it's done. You know, I wonder if, really if any of the WWE roster would really, really like to be in a movie, you know. I mean, you know, we've There's already had some making their follow. own. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We we have a few that follow me. Mr. Ziggler, I would friend. say, would be at the top of the list. <laughs> he follows me. Yes. <laughs> um, I just trying to think. Maybe 
we we forgot about Biggie and Xavier Woods. We've got to stick them in there as well. You know, yeah. Xavier's had a little bit of a go of his own kind of movie. So I, I you know. Um, well, I mean, you got what about Paige? You know, Paige is you Paige, know. Yeah. Her and Xavier she, yeah. are, are familiar with uh, the, uh, the cameras world. and yeah. action. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and there was some nice action, I have to say. Yeah, you I know? mean, it took me a while to look at Paige, you know, differently every time, you know. Um, I, I couldn't look at her for a while without playing that video back in my head. Um. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, I you know, I could definitely see uh, some of these guys. I mean, uh, Ziggler, I feel, is not a... Uh, not shy about uh, partaking in any of that stuff. Um, actually, a funny oh, story. A funny story. I actually, um, I had, uh, I've had Kendra Lust on the podcast, and uh, she's into, oh, you know, into Kendra. wrestling. Kendra is awesome. Yeah. Had her into wrestling, so um, she was in Philly feature featuring, and um, I went and saw her, and uh, I wore my Dolph Ziggler T-shirt there. Um, so we, I ended up taking <laughs> a picture with her. Um, and she's, you know, she's topless, and I got my Dolph Ziggler shirt on, and we take a selfie and everything. So I'm at WrestleMania, yeah. and I catch up with Dolph Ziggler at WrestleMania, and I was like, uh, it was at Access, and one of the, like, the handlers that was there, like, volunteers that help at Access, they kind of just escort the people through the lines and everything. So uh, yeah. I told Dolph, I was like, yo, I got to show you this picture. So I show him the picture. I was like, I had to represent and wear your shirt at the club. And uh, he thought it was the most hilarious thing ever that, you know, here's Kendra, just, you know, <laughs> full-blown titties out. And I'm sitting there with a Dolph Ziggler shirt on, and he's just, like, cracking up laughing. And the girl that was, was there, that yeah, the girl that was cool. there, she was, like, a volunteer. And she's like, oh, well, what's going on? He's just like, ah, oh, no, you, you can't see that. That's uh, oh, that's grown God. folks' business. <laughs> but I definitely <laughs> made his day. Do you know, I, I I can imagine Dolph, and he'd be like, can I just have another little look at that picture? <laughs> you know, who doesn't want to look again at Kendra's lovely titties? You know? I know. She's, she's, so, she's super cute and super sexy. I love Kendra. And you know what the great thing about Kendra is, is that every time I see her, she always remembers me, always, you know, like remembers mm. the last conversation that we had. Which is just awesome. It just goes to show you how much she cares and loves the fans that she, you know, she remembers everything that we talked about. I'm like, I haven't seen you in over a year. I saw you at Exotica last year, yet you still remember the conversation we had, you know. So she's, uh, and and as far as business goes, I mean, a businesswoman to, you know, the 10th power here. Like, she's just, you know. She's she's on her game. She's you know one of the uh, the true legends you know in such a a short time that she's been in the uh, the business. So, but maybe get Kendra and you to do something with some kind of wrestling. You guys are both into wrestling, you know, and that would be hot. I would, no. I would, you know, I would. But, I would but we'd, fight, that. we'd we'd be fighting for like who's the better businesswoman, you know. That yeah. that we could bring that into a story, you yeah, know. Yeah, you she's, could. She's got power, but I've got. You know, I'm saying I've got more power, you know? No, she could be my, running Raw, you could be running thing. SmackDown, you know? And you're no, battling. I'll be running Raw. You'll be running I'll be running Raw. Excuse no me. pun intended there. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, it was awesome talking to you tonight and, you know, getting to hear some of your thoughts and insights on pro wrestling, especially, you know, WWE and Extreme Rules. Uh, we have to have you back on the podcast again to talk about the other world that you live in, non-wrestling. And, uh, I mean, is there any projects no. that you have going on right now that you want to let the fans know about before you leave? Um, you know, I've, I've always got a lot of stuff going on, but, you know, they should get on and check out all of my social media. Follow me, Twitter, Instagram at Tanya Tate. I'm real Tanya Tate on Facebook. I, um, they can text with me, sex with me, send me naughty pictures or whatever they want to send me on texttanyatate.com. Cause I, I, I have to say, I do love texting and talking with the fans one on one. It, you know, it gets, it's kind of nice because sometimes the people talk to me about naughty stuff and sometimes they talk to me about WWE. Honestly. So <laughs> I, I do like that. So I encourage everyone to do that. Um, I'm, I like to get on my Snapchat every day. Um, you can follow me on Snapchat and my handle is TanyaTXXX. So, um, get on there because I do do daily snaps. Um, and I do have my, um, VIPs. So the VIPs can see a lot more than the regular Snapchat, let's just say. So, um, yeah, I do like to share my intimate stuff on my VIP Snapchat. You can get that. It's on fancentry.com forward slash Tanya underscore Tate. Oh, my God. What else? So so much going on. Um, I have my own radio show every Tuesday. I'm on a Vivid Radio, and it's on Sirius XM Channel 415 every Tuesday, 1 p.m. West, 4 p.m. East. That is um, a bit more of dirty talk. So if, if, the, if you're listening and you think, you know, I want to get to talk to Tanya, listen to her, um, I have a different topic every week, you know, and it's always something that's kind of like a little bit naughty. So, um, yeah, and they, the, the guys and girls are, are normally very satisfied after they've spoken to me. So get on there and, um, yeah, and, you know, I'm excited. I want to be going back to my um, WWE live matches. You know, those that know me, follow me on my social media, know that I did have a baby so you know i i i last went to pay-per-view in september of last year in la it's um it's been so long so i know they've got a pay-per-view coming up in in october i'm gonna say in um, la so hopefully i'm gonna be going to that and um it will be my baby's very first WWE live event. Expose so, um, <laughs> I know. Do you know I'm gonna get him some little baby head muffs, <laughs> ear muffs. So so we can't really hear it. But you know, it's it's gonna be exciting. I just you know, I want him to be one of those just throw them up when the you know, the wrestlers come past. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah. So that's you know, I'm very excited to be um able to go back, you know. So bring it on, WWE. Let's get you back in LA. So very excited, and um, yeah. So I I'm this event, and it's gonna get me back on target. Get back watching. I'm still trying to do a little bit of catch up from when I've been away on my little holidays in June. So I'm excited, and yeah, it's gonna be fun to find out. You know, did we pick the winners of the match or? Are we going to be shocked? This, yes, <laughs> well, we will know Sunday on the WWE Network. 
Um, we'll find out if we were right, you know, and then, uh, maybe, you know, if, if you want, you can always come back in and, you know, talk, uh, you know, SummerSlam. I mean, it's totally up to you. You know, you are always welcome on MMB radio. Um, like I said, we, we're going to tune into your, your radio show on Vivid Radio and, um, you know, hopefully uh, we can have you back in on the podcast and, uh, like I said, talk about some other things other than pro wrestling, you know, stuff that, uh, you know, what you're doing in the adult world. So um, anytime you want to come back on, you just you just let me know, you know. Thank you. Definitely, definitely. And one last shout out. Make sure that you go and check out my YouTube channel, Tanya Tate Tube, because on there I do a lot of reviewing, a lot of collectibles. I've got, you can see a lot of me Funko Pops on there. Some of me WWE unboxing and um, some of my little um, WWE weekly videos are on there as well. So that's um, my channel is Tiny Tate Tube. Go and subscribe. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me on. So um, I better go catch up with some um, Tuesday night Smackdown. Yes. I mean, since I've, I mean, I didn't spoil everything for you, but uh, definitely tune into that. (laughs) And uh, and then uh, enjoy Sunday. And then, like I said, we'll uh, we'll have to be back on the show real soon. Thank you. Not a problem. Take care.